Welcome to the engineer ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. Uh, wait a second. Are we taking the ish out? Or are we putting the ish in? I'm put, 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 putting it in. <laughs> Still the most unique <laughs> math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and certainly revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And it's your boy, Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm going to take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer-ish now in session. Woo. How you doing, Drew? I am doing good. I'm feeling good, feeling great. I honestly, I, you know how <laughs> when you get a haircut, you know what I'm saying? I, you feel like you feel like you're fine when you get a haircut. Yes. I don't know if you yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, girls had the same thing when you get your hair done, you'd be like, "Oh, they can't tell me nothing today." You know what yeah, I'm saying? I feel I get like that fresh retwist, man. Yeah, nobody you know I mean? better not say nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 feeling good, man. I'm I'm excited to be here. Excited to share the share the stage with you. Get to talk a little bit about something a little interesting today. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. How how about yourself? Um, I'm doing good. But you know what? Something about like the fact that you've just gotten your hair freshly cut, and mm-hmm. I I don't I don't get my hair retwisted to a couple of days. So I'm like, this could be a great video to post. But I'm like, you look fresh, and I don't. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If I'm it's okay. Gonna... You always look fresh to me, Tori. You always look Why, fresh. Thank you. You're buttering me up. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon butter, <laughs> sprinkles. <laughs> so you've been doing pretty good. Yeah, 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 man. I'm, I'm good. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good. You know, the seasons are starting to change outside. It's getting a little cooler, right? It's getting a little cooler outside, which is, which is okay. Personally, I prefer the heat of the summertime. You know, do you? So I'm You're, not. Oh yeah. Even though, heat? say what? You prefer the heat rather than I do. Cold? Even though I'm a December baby, I do prefer the heat because I feel like it's easier to cool off than it is to warm up. I don't have a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of. Uh, like body fat. So like the heat leaves my body real quickly. My hands is all my extremities are always freezing. So <laughs> I, I prefer the summertime for me. Yeah. And I know that um, we talked a little bit last time about how you're preparing for a race. Oh, yes. So hopefully, hopefully you're getting ready because I'm coming, coming up. up. I am. Ooh, I'm, I can't tell y'all how excited I am about this event. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to get it in. I'm ready. And to get we, it in. we definitely we're we're all going to be rooting for you. And we'll I be interested. It. We'll be interested to hear more about it on one. of. I got our you. Episodes. I got you. You so. might you might. I don't know. The race is from 5 p.m. to uh-huh. 5 a.m. So I don't know if there's going to be any pictures, but if they do have any pictures, I'll make sure that we can get one posted at least. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners would love to see Drew in action. Check me out. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess um, you're doing good. I'm saying I'm, I'm doing good too. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be doing another episode. Blessed. So blessed. So let's, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk about our recap. What did we talk about last week? We talk Difficult about? conversations. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a pretty much a series that surrounded difficult conversations. So all of our, all of our, all of our segments in some way will touch on difficult conversations because yeah. I feel like they are so prevalent. Like wherever we go, um, not only in professional spaces but also family. Like yeah, so yep. and they're important. 
Yeah. And it's one of those things we don't get a chance to practice enough, right? Like how do you improve your ability to have difficult conversations? Um, And I think the more you can kind of almost simulate those sorts of things or, or, you know, how you would respond to those sorts of things can be, can be very helpful. Yeah. And then, so just if you could give like a slight, uh, like rewind a little bit back to like you, I remember last week you told us about difficult conversation mm-hmm. you had to have with a manager, yeah. kind of how you went about it. And you were pretty satisfied with the, your approach at the time. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, for, for me, probably the, the biggest thing when it comes to, to difficult conversations is always, always think about the end goal, right? Like what, mm-hmm. after the end of the conversation, what are you looking to produce? Right. And, and of course, nobody's going to be perfect. Right. But as, as best you can, you want to try to structure the conversation in a way that's going to lead you towards that goal, right? And, and a lot of the reason why I say that is a lot of times, you know, we have this end goal in mind, we want something to work out, we're trying to, you know, partner or, or you know, come to some amicable solution. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we kind of go into the go into the conversation, like ready for an argument, like we're already, you know, gloves edge, on, yeah. you know, Vaseline under the eyes, you're ready to, you know, <laughs> to throw some blows, but it's like, that's not, that's not really going to get you to that amicable solution. You know what I mean? So, so try to have an open mind, try to go in as calm as possible, but really, really think about the goal at hand. And when you get off course, you know, always remember, you can always pause and, and bring the conversation back to the topic at hand so that you can move forward. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And that book, Crucial Conversations. Crucial Conversations. Mention it again. Something Y'all got to go we- get this book, man. Y'all let me know when you get it and we can read it together. I'm, I, I'll need to read it again myself. You know what I'm saying? I need some more practice. And uh, your co-host definitely needs to jump back in the book because I have started the book, but yeah. I just get, I've, get, I've given it a little bit of a break. So I mean, yeah, okay, I, I, it's okay. Breaks are okay as long as they're not infinite. You know what I'm saying? You got the break oh, and then no, get back in there. You got to get back I've, in the game. I'm taking a break to apply it. Like you, okay, have to apply hey, that's it. now that's a good reason for a break. That's a good <laughs> application is a good reason for a break. I'm with that. All right, so difficult conversations, having them in a workplace. Mm-hmm. I, I talked a little bit about how one, so I'm, I, one that really came, comes to mind uh, for me is a team member not pulling their weight. In mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. we have so many group projects. Mm-hmm. In a workplace, mm-hmm. you have so many group projects. Yeah. So it's like in, like in school or just in general, no one really teaches you how to effectively work with people, like what steps to yeah. take. I mean, we talk about the uh, group forming process, storming, I mean, forming, uh, storming, norming, performing. I yeah. might've got them out of order. Take them back to season one, girl. Take them back to yeah, season, season one. Season one. If y'all don't remember that, go back and listen to it. But yeah, those are just things that, you know, we have to sometimes make an extra effort to, um, to do. Yeah, don't don't shy away from the conversations. One of the things that I really like about the the crucial conversations book, and I feel like this is something that everybody can relate to, is they kind of talk about people have these two areas that they tend to lean towards, right? Mm-hmm. When they enter difficult conversations, they either go to silence or they go to violence, right? <laughs> wow, and and silence or violence. yeah, and so depending on your personality, you may be the type of person that you enter a difficult conversation and you get quiet. You don't want to address it. You like look, um. I'm avoiding this. Like I'm done with it, whatever it is. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah avoid it. Right. Right. Or you could be on the other side where you get more aggressive and you're Not trying to like up. push your point in your agenda um, and things like that. And the book really does a good job of kind of breaking up those kinds of scenarios and how mm-hmm. to navigate those spaces um, better. So difficult conversations, no matter where you are, workplace, at home, 
at the store, I don't in traffic. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in traffic, yeah, road rage. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So I'm ready to jump into the topic for this week. Are you? Yes. Are you yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely excited about the the topic this week. Right. Uh, so one of the things that I that I've kind of been thinking about, um, and I'm excited to, to talk about this because I think it's I think it's a really important perspective that I think sometimes gets lost. Right. So. You know, whether you are coming out of college or even if you're going into college, right, or you're going into your career or looking to change career fields, right, you, when you go to this, this point, you get to this point in your life where you're looking to apply for a new position, mm-hmm. right? We're always worried, like, are we going to qualify for this position? You go through, you read the prerequisites that, like, you need two years of experience. You're like, oh, <laughs> man, I got, I got a year and a half. I don't know if I can do that. You know, I got to have this kind of degree. Like, it's all kinds of things, right, yeah. that you're always looking for mm-hmm. to see if you qualify. Well, the perspective that I wanted to bring today to actually talk about, to talk about um, was how do you actually qualify a job for you? Ooh, right? What is like it, it that you want? Have you have you actually given some thought to when I go work at a company, these are the expectations that I have that like this dating. company is, is going to have, right? Like, like that's, a, that's a very important piece that, that to me um, will also help you kind of narrow that job search, um, especially to, today right now where remote work has become more prevalent. Uh, like there's a lot of companies that are that are becoming kind of more flexible um, in that area of, of, you know, hybrid work schedules and what that may look like. Um, so, yeah. so how do you how do you qualify a, a job um, for for yourself? So like a reverse interview. <laughs> mm, there it is. There it reverse is. Yeah. The re- that might just be the, the that might just be the name of the episode. The, the reverse, reverse interview. interview. I like it. I like it. Sounds like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with I'm, I'm with that. So this is this is this is what I want to do. Um, so we can kind of talk about this in in a little bit in real time. We're gonna do a little little role play type of scenario here. I right? love it. Okay. Yeah. Role play. Hold on. Let me get my clothes right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what time <laughs> yeah, I hope you have a suit and a tie on. Cause I think I'm going to make, you're going to be the hiring manager and I'm going to be the employee, right? Uh, yes, yes, that is correct. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do the job of the, of the, the corporate hiring manager. Um, and you can play the Ooh, role of, of the potential employee. You should be nervous. Cause I'm a tough hiring manager. I don't play no games, son. <laughs> All right. And this, this is actually a spinoff of an Instagram post we put up. So there was yeah. a, there was a post that we put up that you guys can go check out our socials and see, but you'll see potential employer and potential employee. So from this standpoint, Drew's going to put, he's going to play the role of the hiring manager and I'm going to be the employee. So pretty much I'm going to ask, he's going to ask me a tough question that I'm probably going to sweat about. And I'm going to make him sweat too. Cause I'm going right. to fire you ready? him back. You ready to do this? Sure. All right, let's let's hit it. We're gonna move through these. We're gonna move through these a little quickly so we don't take too long. All right. All right. So welcome, Tori. I'm glad to have you here at um Drewski's wonderful corporation. Thank um you. welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm glad here. that you're here. I'm happy. I'm glad to be here for an interview. I'm good, excited. good, good. Well, I want you to know, you know, starting off, we don't, you know, we don't just hire anybody around here. So I, <laughs> I want to get to know a little bit about you. Um, and, and let's, let's just start off from the top. Why don't you, why don't you tell me a little bit, tell me a little bit about yourself. All right. So, um, a little bit about me. Um, Mm -hmm. I was born on a farm in Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) So I grew up on a farm and then like I moved to blah, blah, blah. So like, I'll fast forward this part, tell a little bit about myself. We're not going to go, I'm not going to really go into me, but 
the thing that I'm going to fire back at Drew. So, you know how we usually interview, we tell, we want to make ourselves look the best we can to like when we're answering that question. Mm -hmm. So let's fast forward past that us answering the question really quickly. Now reverse interview. Tell me, sir, about your culture. Oh, about, about the culture here at, at Drewski's. Yeah, the I would love culture. to tell you about the culture here at Drewski. So one of the things that we like to do is is have flashback Fridays. So on flashback <laughs> Fridays, what we like to do is everybody comes into the office of their their favorite flashback time period. Ooh, could okay. could be any time period. Right. It's, it's, it's totally up to you. But you, not only do you come dress for it, you also have to be in character. So if you come back as the 50s, I expect you to talk like somebody from the 50s. Uh, honestly, I don't really know what that means, but it's always fun around here. We like to we like to have a good time. So we like to work hard, but we also like to have fun. That's you know a little bit Ooh, about a like little bit about our culture. Good good question. But let let me get back to the interview, please, please. Um, I got so you know here here at Drewski's we're really you know forward looking. So I'm, I'm curious for you, Tori, uh, where do you see yourself in uh, five years? In five years, I see myself, um, you know, in a position where I feel that I am valued mm -hmm. and also will compensate it for my, my skill set and what I know I have to offer a company. So if you could tell me like what possible opportunities are there for me in five years here? Oh, oh, opportunities here. Uh, well, that's a that's a great question, Tori, and I'd be glad to uh, to answer that for you. So uh, here at Drewski's, um, you know, we're we're a company that's really really looking for forward growth, right? Mm -hmm. Something that's very important to us um, is is constant constant growth. And so not only are we looking to grow our company, you know, over the over the next years, we have several investments that we're working on um, in order to to grow the company over the next five years. Um, but we also look to grow our employee base in the same way, because here at Drewski's, we truly feel that if we improve our employee base, we're going to improve the company. So so that's that's kind of the, our mantra, the way that we like to work um, hmm, okay. around here. But but great. Great Noted. question. I'm glad you're you're kind of coming back. It's really helping us to, to build this connection between us. So hmm. let's let's get uh, let's get into it. Right. Tori, how do you handle pressure? Well, so. I have learned a lot from my previous experiences and mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm looking management. at your previous experiences here. Yep. Please. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, so that you, you see that there I'm pretty uh, you know, there's a lot of experience that I have, but I can definitely say that I've had uh, quite a few roles where um, I've worked on time sensitive projects and I had to meet deadlines. So for me, planning is most important. So mm -hmm. the best way for me to uh, like to reduce pressure is to just make sure my planning is in place. So I don't have as I don't feel like, you know, I don't have to do things at the last minute. So how do you handle wellness and well-being for your employees? Because I mean, pressure does happen. So I mean, just absolutely. That's a that's a great question. Wellness and well-being for our employees is, is definitely a focus for us here. Um, we actually uh, have some time during the day that we we like to call uh, meditation breaks. This, this is something that that we've incorporated here as a part of Drewski's. 
Um, and it's it's not a mandatory thing. If you don't want to take your meditation break, you know, you certainly don't have to. We're not forcing anyone oh, into it. I definitely do that. Um, but what we do, we do like to in, encourage this. And we have a little, you know, a kind of a tranquil area. Where we've got a little, you know, mini waterfall. We've always got nice sounds and, and soft couches and, and very calming colors in that area. Um, and we always, you know, like to like to encourage our employee base, you know, every every hour or so, every two hours or so, you know, take you five minutes, relax, you know, we gotta give you a chance to breathe a little bit um, and then come back and, and get back to work. And so we, we definitely put nice. a put a, a focus on uh, wellness and, and balance. Uh, when it comes to working here at at Drewski's, wow, this is this is good. This is really really good. I'm I'm looking forward to um, kind of where this this interview is going. So let me let me ask you another question, Tori. Um, can you tell me why why you want to leave your present employer? I'm I'm a little curious about this. It seems like a fabulous company, and you've been working there for some time. What's what's what is it? What's going on? Well, for me personally, like wellness and mental health are very important to me. So that's kind of why I asked you how you handle wellness as oh. an employer, because mm -hmm. that was just something that wasn't really important, that isn't important at my, my current employer. And so I just want to align myself with a company that has similar values as myself. That way I'm not having to deal with a lot of pressure, you know, so interesting yeah. okay so okay. can you can you actually tell me one of the biggest reasons uh why people will leave your organization wow um yeah yeah honestly so I, I mentioned earlier um how we are very focused on on growth not only of the company but also of our of our employees mm -hmm. um so honestly we 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 always are focused on uh, growing our employees, and then we always want them to to stay with us. But if there is another opportunity for them um, that they feel is going to going to work better for them, not only do we encourage them to to take that opportunity, but we also ask them for references um, for people that they believe would fit into the culture that we have here at Drewski's. Um, so it's okay. you know oftentimes one of the the big reasons that that people have left our organization um, is to take on other opportunities. Um, that they feel like are going to going to work better for them. And that's something that that we honestly okay. in, encourage. All right. So nice. so let me let me get this. I like we're on this this why question, why you left your, your old company because you were, you know, considering this this wellness and, and balance. Uh -huh. Let me ask you this. So why do you why do you want to work here? Um, so something that really uh, caught my eye, and I'll be honest, is uh, the website. So the values that you guys have uh, on the website, it mm -hmm. just seems like you're, you're like a, a family environment and that there's, a, there's flexible available flexibility available for employees. I have someone that, um, I know that works with the company and she spoke really highly of it. She was also, she was actually a previous employer at my, or a previously previous employee at my, um, current company. And okay. she's been happy, you know, since the transition. So that's one of the reasons I, I think really highly of her. So, I mean, she's given positive, you know, comments about the company. Well, excellent. But, yeah. And, but why should I, why should I work here? Why, why should you work here? Because this is the best place to be. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, that's a, that's a great question. Um, and we actually, we had a chance to, to sit down um, with your friend and kind she kind of talked about 
um, some of the things that, that you guys have gone through at, the, at your previous company and some of the things that, that were important to you. And that was part of the reason why I wanted to have this interview today um, was to get your perspective, because when she talked about you, she spoke very highly of you. And we really take those uh, those personal recommendations. We take those seriously. And we really wanted to, to sit down and, and kind of have a conversation with you and see you know, where you were and what you were interested in and what you were looking for um, to see if there would be a, you know, a good fit between the two of us. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm glad yeah, to hear absolutely. that she spoke highly of me. Absolutely. Absolutely, Tori. Absolutely. So, so lastly, I want to, I want to ask you one, one more question, and this is a, this is an important one. Um, give me an example of how you have demonstrated leadership skills. Okay. So kind of one of the things that you probably notice in my resume is that I have a lot of, um, previous experience leading projects. Mm -hmm. So, there's been like a number of projects that I've led where I've actually had to, I've actually had to, you know, put in more work just because, I mean, there's been, sometimes you have, you know, you work with different groups of people and then sometimes you're just the one that, you know, has to end up, you know, doing a little bit more. So mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. a leader, one of the things that I feel is important is though sometimes you may have people that don't, you know, may not want to pull their weight. It's, it's the leader's job to still reel those people back in, like find Absolutely. ways okay. to delegate. So um, just being a leader that delegates and also motivates others to, you know, want to be a part of the team is something that I've, that I've been able to do quite a bit. Um, now, what what leadership qualities are most important to you? Oh, I'm glad you I'm glad you asked that leadership qualities that are important to us here at Drewski's. Um, first and foremost, we, we like we like our leaders to lead by example. We, we mm -hmm. certainly we certainly understand that that that's not everybody's you know, forte. And um, some people feel like, you know, if they're in a leadership position, um, just because they're in that position, that means they can tell people to do whatever it is mm -hmm. that they want to do. And that's that's not the way that we like to operate around here. Um, leading by example is something that's that's very important. And we want to make sure that that, that stands out. Also, uh, communication is very important for us here as well, um, because we also understand everybody communicates differently. The same way that I talk to one person may not necessarily be the same way that I that I need to talk to, to somebody else. Sure, um, okay. So communication is our is our second key. And then third, and, and, and one of my one of my favorite um, is actually uh, vulnerability and empathy, right? And, and okay. reason, reason why I always like to, to make sure that that's a part of the conversation when it comes to leadership um, is because in, in order to, to, really, uh, to really put ourselves in an environment that we feel comfortable with creating, mm -hmm. uh, we have to have a safe space for people to be able to make those mistakes, for people to be able to kind of step out on the edge without feeling like they're going to be ostracized or if their idea isn't, you know, a great idea um, that anybody's going to call them out or, or put them down or things like that. So we really try to make sure that, especially when it comes to leadership, um, they understand not only what, what empathy is, um, but they're also willing to be vulnerable about their own mistakes and put themselves out there again going back to that number one by leading by example. So those are some of the, Ooh, okay. the key leadership qualities that we kind of focus on here at Drewski's. Mm, thank you. I, I believe I possess those qualities. So I guess- Well, good, that's that's good. Well, I'm, I'm certainly glad that we had an opportunity to kind of chat here. And, and I usually I end the interview with, with asking if, if you had any questions for me, but I feel like all along, 
Um, you've brought some really great questions to the table, and, I, and I, I'm glad that you asked them because it, I, I hope that we were able to, to portray our quality to you um, as well as you have portrayed your qualities to us. You certainly did. And I, I look forward to hearing back, um, you know, to see if I was potentially hired or this was a good fit for the both of us, because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Don't call us. We'll call you. Now nah, I'm gonna hit you up. <laughs> no, but so if you guys notice, like our conversation was like a ping pong ball. So like we yeah, didn't really yeah. we didn't rehearse any of this. And I didn't really answer that like I would if I was like, you know, on an interview really talking about my experience. It was just kind of like, you know, vague, but Drew did like an excellent job and like selling his company. But I did it wasn't about it wasn't just supposed to be about me where I'm just selling myself, but I right made right. it so he had to sell himself to me as well because it's a mutually beneficial relationship it's not just about the hiring company it's also about the employee so that's absolutely and I, I wouldn't be surprised like of course i mean we have the questions in front of us right yeah. so so i, I kind of have a chance to think about that but i honestly i wouldn't be surprised if by asking some of those questions that tori asked you kind of stumped them a little bit yeah, um, yeah. because it's not a it's not a common thing, um, especially when it when it comes to that, you know, that interview time um, that candidates often have really good like um, um, kind of questions to be able to ask that are really going to kind of flesh out what kind of company um, that you're looking at. So these the questions that are that are listed there. Um, definitely. Again, if you go check out the IG or run the episode yeah. back, if you forgot them, write them down, I love those write questions. them on your hand. If you got it, if you need a cheat sheet, <laughs> write them on your hand, do what you got to do. Those are, those are really good questions to really kind of get to know a company and what they're about. Um, so that you can make a, a more educated decision about, you know, what, what you're getting into. Yeah. Moral of the story for that is when they fire them at you, fire them back, come right back at them. Yeah. So that was a great topic time. I enjoyed that little role play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gucci. <laughs> so Drew, uh, one of our new, our, one of our new segments, uh, pick of the week. Dun, 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 dun. So I think you are the one that has yeah. our pick of the week yes. for this week. So just a yes. reminder of what pick of the week is. Pick of the week could be a person that stands out to us, a job opportunity that stands out to us, anything that we just want to kind of like put out there and give some recognition to. It could be a person we know. So, but yep. anyway, Drew has the pick of the week this week and who you picking, Drew? Yeah. So the, the pick of the week this week is not actually about a person. Um, and if you were listening, I've already mentioned it already this episode. So there was an article <laughs> Um, in Forbes magazine that was talking about um, how important empathy is in the workplace mm -hmm. um, and the value that it plays not only for um, its foundation in innovation, um, but also its foundations in employee retention and employee satisfaction and turnover um, and all of these aspects that make up a, you know, a, a company um, I thought it was very, very interesting how they've kind of tied it all back into this idea of empathy. Mm -hmm. And the, so the reason why I bring it here to this particular space um, for the pick of the week is because we're always thinking about what skills can we approve on, right? We all, we're always looking to go get this next certification. We're always looking to go, you know, get our master's degree or we're going to get our doctors or going uh -huh. to take this particular course to get that certification, um, but this, I think, is an area that is often missed, right? If I can improve 
my skill level at empathy, I can become a better leader. And by, and by improving that specific skill, I'm not only going to affect myself, but I'm also going to affect the company that I work for because of the things that are going to come from the empathy that I'm now bringing to the table. So skill level up empathy. This is it. Check out the article in Forbes magazine. Oh, how, yeah. So we'll go, we'll, we will leave a link Yes. that article yes we can um, do that, that you're referring to and just, absolutely and i just want you because i know sometimes you know we say words not everybody knows what it means like we have listeners in different countries so absolutely. just for those that you know maybe english is a second language to them just explain a little bit about just explain what empathy is just in a quick yeah quick absolutely thank i'm glad i'm sorry i'm, I'm glad you you mentioned that tori so to me this is how i define empathy in, in, in as simple as possible right to me to be empathetic um basically means putting yourself in somebody else's shoes right mm-hmm. um it's not necessarily saying oh i'm sorry you know such and such happened you know to you or anything like that it's not sympathy mm-hmm. um, but empathy is really understanding what they're going through Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it may not necessarily be in the sense of I know exactly what that's like because I've been in that sort of situation before. It could just be a relation to the feeling that has come from that situation. And to me, that's that is the the basis of of empathy is being able to put yourself in somebody's shoes to understand how they might be feeling in that kind of situation. Yeah. Okay. And I I define myself as an empath. So I definitely Mm. I, I can definitely strong feelings relate yeah yeah absolutely but okay thank you for that pick of the week drewski you're very welcome all right so now we got next what we got next we have uh ask engineer ish okay um our quora edition so i believe you have a question to bounce on me um i'm gonna bounce on you all right (laughs) (laughs) just don't hurt me (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. Here we here we go. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. My boss is has threatened to fire me because I usually leave work at 6 p.m. and I don't stay till eight or nine like the other employees. How should I handle this? This is a this is a good question. First, because we're all about difficult conversations, right? <laughs> we're kind of focusing definitely. on this, right? So imagine. You know, it's it's six o'clock. You about to head out the door. You even packed your bag. You know, once you turned off the computer and you packed your bag, there's no turning back after that, right? I swipe my time card. Right. You know what I'm saying? You've already done all of that. You head out the door. Your boss says, "Hey, hey, uh, Tori, let me stop you for a second. I just I uh, need to talk to you about something. This is uh this is kind of important. Um, question is now on the table. You always leave at six p.m. Um, everybody else seems to say to to eight or nine. Uh, what's up? That's fun. So that's actually the perfect question for me because I I was always the employee in corporate America that about 10 minutes before it was time to leave, I would be like getting everything ready. Like the Mm -hmm. computer would be off like Mm -hmm. before. So, I mean, I'm assuming that six o'clock is the right time to get off and then eight or nine. So you're always going to have those overachievers that not not necessarily overachievers. I'm going to say some people believe that they don't have a work-life balance. Like work is their life. Mm-hmm. So for me, work has never been my life. So I would have a conversation with my respective manager, probably wouldn't be my manager for very long. But anyway, at the time <laughs> I would have a conversation with this person and just let him know while I being re- respectfully, while I value this, you know, this job and this uh-huh. company and the opportunity 
Um, I also have important, um, I have a life outside of work that, that I need to, you know, you spend like what eight or nine, sometimes 10 hours at work. That's yeah. a lot of time out of 20, your 24 hours. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, I feel like anyone should be able to understand that. So I would, you know, just from a, like a side of saying like, Hey, I come here, you know, I get everything done that I need to within a lot of time. There's always tomorrow. I come in, start mm-hmm. it again, but you know, I have endeavors that are important outside of the work. Um, that I have to, you know, focus on too. And just, I will hope that he respected that because yeah. anyone yeah. should, but. I so one thing that you mentioned that I think is extremely important. Um, and I think it's a, a very good point to make mm-hmm. in this kind of situation um, is that I, I get all of my work done in the allotted time. Right. Yeah. In, in today's culture, like, I feel like a lot of times people say, oh, because, you know, you've worked so many hours, like that must be a good thing. Right. But just because yeah. you work in so many hours doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean you're, mean you're being effective or efficient. Productive. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if I can do the same thing that you do, that takes you three hours and I do it in 45 minutes, that doesn't, doesn't make me a bad employee. It makes me a much better employee than you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the, that's the first thing. And, but I had a follow-up question that I wanted to ask you as well. Okay. Um, because it, the question he's threatening to fire you, would you, oh. would you address that piece or would you leave, would you intentionally okay. like leave that out and just so, address the, the hours? Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about the fire part, but so I would, I would ask him respectfully once again, by what grounds do you have to fire me when I come here every day, uh-huh. get my work done? Uh-huh. No, I'm not staying here later, but, uh, again, this is not, like I'm here within the time frame that I'm supposed to supposed to be here. And then so I would also um I would also ask like if there is any specific reason why, you know, someone needs to be here a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to be, you know, compensate. And for me, it wouldn't be about the conversation. It's more about the time. Like honestly, yeah. like yeah, it's, yeah. it's the time I have other things that I have to, you know, focus on outside of work, uh, other commitments. So I would probably you know, ask him like, at what grounds does he have to fire me? Because I don't like, you know, to my knowledge, these are my hours. So anything after that, I mean, it's, 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 it's literally just, um, something that you can't do and I'm getting HR involved and I'm probably applying for other jobs while I'm at work. Honestly. (laughs) Oh, I like that. Let's just, yeah. You know what, sir, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, how about we take that to HR tomorrow? I think that's a great idea. We should, we should, after, I feel like after our episode that we had with HR last season, um, I feel like I'm much more confident now. Like you, you don't have no, no rap sheet. You don't have no lineup. Oh, come on. Let's go to HR. I I would literally send him a meeting invite and a location would be HR for the next day. Yeah. I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to be there early that day. And Good I, morning. I, I brought coffee. I brought coffee for everyone. <laughs> I'm a petty one, so don't play with me. But okay, so that, that was a funny little question, though. So um, I like it. And, and I like stuff it. Stuff like that does happen. So absolutely. All right. So um, that was almost like awkward AF, too, and a, a difficult conversation. All in one. All you see how we do that? Mix it all up. Mix it all up. And yeah. So as always, we've come to the end of the road. Oh, snap. Come on with the vocals. So, Drew, 
Yeah. It's a little, it's at the end. So, you know, I love when you give inspo, I always feel good. And I know I feel like the listeners feel the same. So before yeah. we go, can you give us a little bit of inspo? Let's, let's do it, man. Let's, let's do it. It's, it's getting late in the year, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's the fall time. It's, it's coming, it's coming around that the, that the year is, is wrapping up, right? Mm -hmm. So I want everybody to take a moment, just take a moment and think back to when you started your year and what were what were the goals you set right not only what were the goals you set but why were those goals important to you mm -hmm. right I, I want you to go back and think about that for a second because it's never too late it's never too late right even if you didn't finish it yet maybe you've already finished some of them but there was one or two of them that you was like ah, i don't know you know maybe <laughs> not this year i'll do it next year you know that's fine but there's no time there's no time like the present to get it started right yeah so i want to let you know that for one you got to believe in yourself right this is such a such a huge thing that that your belief in yourself that you can accomplish those goals that you've set out for yourself um is extremely important and then and then the second thing is you just got to do the work you gotta gotta put your feet to the pavement. You gotta put one foot in front of the other, and you gotta get it done. And that's the the beautiful thing is is we know that it's gonna be hills. We know stuff is gonna happen, um, but that's why we here. That's why me and Tori here to give you a little bit of encouragement to pick you up, slap you sure. on the booty. You know what I'm saying? And be like, you got this. Keep on going. Keep on going. And that's how we're gonna drop the inspo this time. <laughs> All right, Drew. Thank you as always for the inspo and we'll see you next time we out